Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Following Chelsea's 2-1 loss against Southampton, a video was posted to Twitter showing Christian Pulisic walking off the field directly after the game instead of going and thanking the away supporters with the rest of his teammates. Now, this video has gone viral since it was posted, accumulating around 450,000 views in like 24 hours, and it's become to serve as the symbolization of the decline of the relationship between Christian Pulisic and Chelsea, a decline that started last season or, or maybe even before that, but really seems to have come to a crest in the last few weeks. Now, this is really scary for U.S. men's national team fans in particular and fans of Christian Pulisic because the World Cup is only a few weeks away. So for U.S. men's national team fans who want to see the best Christian Pulisic possible in Qatar, Christian Pulisic who is in form, happy with his soccer and scoring goals, this is not a very good sign at all. To make matters worse, we are only hours away from the closing of the transfer window, which means Christian is pretty much stuck where he is for the time being which only furthers, I think, the frustration on both sides in this entire equation. So how did we get here? I I think there's been some events that really foreshadowed all of this happening, and and we're going to go through this entire timeline uh, on this episode of The Yank Report. What's up? My name is Sam. This is The Yank Report, a show about the U.S. men's national team. In this episode, it's going to be very Christian Pulisic-centric. If you're into that, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Let's get into it, but before that, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines find reviews and news for every league including major league baseball nfl nba nhl combat sports esports and even golf bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. For a lot of people, I think the rumors of Christian Pulisic's discontent at Chelsea go back a long way. For a lot of people, they started with the arrival of head coach Thomas Tuchel. There was a lot of rumors that Christian and Thomas didn't get along in the Borussia Dortmund days, and a lot of fear that that would carry over once Tuchel arrived at Chelsea. And for a lot of people, it did. It seemed like Tuchel just never rated Pulisic, and he was always on the outside looking in whenever it came to Chelsea, always kind of get getting pushed around in the lineup and kind of getting moved out to different positions that didn't really favor him. Speaking of positions, the system that Thomas Tuchel instituted, it didn't really favor Pulisic to begin with. There's been a lot of people that are upset about the way that he's been utilized. There's been people upset about the way a lot of the attacking players at Chelsea have been utilized over the last couple seasons under Tuchel. But where this story begins, at least for me, I think is way back in May whenever uh, Christian Pulisic's dad posted a tweet that he later deleted to Twitter that kind of gave us an insight into how at least the Pulisic family was feeling about Christian's situation at Chelsea towards the end of the season and towards the beginning of the summer transfer window. The tweet said, the sad thing is he loves this club, teammates, and London, puts his heart and soul into being a pro. Onwards and upwards, my boy. Big six months ahead. Now, this tweet made headlines around the soccer world for a number of reasons. I think, first of all, if you notice in the things that Mark Pulisic listed in this tweet, the coach was not one of them, which gave a lot of people who were already suspicious about the relationship between Tuchel and Pulisic 
more ammo in this discussion about whether or not Pulisic and Tuchel will actually get along. The other story, of course, points to a Christian Pulisic that is unhappy with his current situation, unhappy with his playing time, and a Pulisic that is looking for other options uh, if his needs cannot be met with his current club. This tweet garnered so much attention, it was eventually brought to Thomas Tuchel's attention during a press conference, and he actually commented about it, saying that he didn't think it was a big deal. Now, following that tweet, there was word that Christian was going to meet with new Chelsea owner Todd Bowley and Thomas Tuchel to kind of discuss his future um, and, and what would happen over the summer transfer window. All the reports said that Christian Pulisic was looking for more playing time, and I think that those reports were vindicated with some statements that Pulisic gave a little bit later on. In June, Pulisic and Bowley actually get together for that meeting, and we get some quotes from Pulisic following that meeting about what was discussed. And Pulisic says, As of right now, I'm just focused on what I'm doing here, and I'm super excited to be here. And yeah, that's it. A man of many words. Of course, I want to get more playing time. I want to be on the field as much as I can and be the sharpest I can be and be fit as well. So if there wasn't already enough smoke to the rumors about Christian Pulisic being discontent and wanting more playing time and and considering moves elsewhere, I think that these comments definitely stoke that fire in a big way. If you notice, he's not overly effusive about his love for Chelsea and his desire to stay with the club, and he definitely talks about wanting more playing time and wanting to seek that out so that he can be fit for the national team. In July, we get more headlines with the official signing of Raheem Sterling. Now, that was a big open secret for a while at that point that Sterling was coming to Chelsea, and it became official in July. At that point, it seemed like the writing was on the wall that Christian was not going to be, at least heading into the season, one of the considered starters at the three attacking positions for Chelsea, that he was going to have to work his way in to the lineup if he was going to remain at Chelsea at all. And with that, the transfer rumors persisted. Christian was connected to Manchester United, Leeds United, Newcastle United, all the United teams, uh, and a few Champions League teams in Italy as well. It seemed like a potential exit was coming, but we kept getting word out of Chelsea's camp that Pulisic was a valued commodity and that while he wouldn't be a considered starter to start the season, he would be a big part of the club as they move through the season. Remember, Chelsea is a club that uh, competes uh, for multiple different competitions. They need a big squad. There's a lot of rotation, and the thought at that point was that Christian would be a big part of that rotation. Now, meanwhile, in the background of the club, there's a lot of business being done in regards to the attacking positions. Lukaku, of course, got the loan out of Chelsea pretty early on in the transfer window. Um, Timo Werner got his move out of Chelsea. There are strong rumors that uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi is going to be moving out of Chelsea as well. And there's also strong rumors that Hakim Ziyech will be exiting the club as well. So it seems like a lot of players are getting the opportunity to leave the club but Christian Pulisic would remain. Now, at that point, we didn't hear much about uh, Christian Pulisic's position within the club and and Chelsea's thoughts on Christian Pulisic, but at at least I assumed that with word that all these other players were exiting the club, that 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 was an indication for us that uh, Chelsea really valued Christian Pulisic and and thought that he was going to be a big part of the club moving forward. At least that was what I was thinking heading into the season, considering all the news that had come down at that point. In August, the Premier League season starts, and to no one's surprise, Christian Pulisic's name is not on the starting sheet for the first game of the season. He's not on the second or the third or the fourth. Uh, Raheem Sterling, Mason Mount, and Kai Havertz, as expected, were the starting front three 
for every game for Chelsea so far. Now, to be fair, Christian Pulisic has gotten the opportunity as a sub in multiple games to come in and, and make an impact uh, on those games. And to be honest, he's failed to do so. He hasn't really done anything this season to show that he deserves to be a starter with the club. He hasn't performed all that well at all. However, the big thinking for me at least, and I think for a lot of people out there reading the tea leaves, is that once the midweek fixtures start, once the fixture congestion starts rolling in in the Premier League, that Christian would be a bigger part of the club, that he'd start finding those starts, uh, that he'd start being brought in to, to get more opportunity to get minutes to show what he can do. Now, prior to the first midweek game of the season, we get a bit of a bombshell article on the entire Chelsea transfer saga with Christian Pulisic, and it comes to us from Paul Tenario of The Athletic. In the article, Tenario says that... Uh, Chelsea has decided that they're going to hold on to Christian Pulisic for the time being, that they have blocked all the loan and transfer opportunities for Pulisic, and that Pulisic's going to remain with the club. In the article, it, it states that Pulisic is understood to be disappointed in the decision, especially in the light of recent reports that Chelsea will send Callum Hudson-Odoi to Bayern Leverkusen on loan. It says that Chelsea had interest for a Manchester United, Newcastle, and a few other clubs, but Chelsea have blocked all those opportunities. In the article, it kind of points to Todd Bowley wanting to keep Christian Pulisic around, but not necessarily the player wanting to remain around or not necessarily the coach wanting to remain around. Uh, so a, a bit of a sour taste in your mouth after reading that article. However, we still had the first midweek game of the season to look forward to against Southampton. And of course, Christian was going to be a big part of that game, right? Well, not quite. The starting lineup is revealed for that game, and Christian Pulisic's name is not on it. Once again, Havertz, Mount, and Sterling are the front three. Well, of course, Christian's going to be a, a, a rotation player and getting a lot of minutes off the bench. Not quite. Christian comes on late in the game as a right wing back instead of one of the front three attacking players. Uh, he has, to be fair, a not very good game. He loses possession a few times. Um, and, and you can see the tension building as the game is going on, not just for Pulisic, but it seems like a lot of players on Chelsea are frustrated uh, with the way the team is set up at the current time. Uh, following the game, that's when we get the infamous walk-off. That's when we get the video of a really dejected Christian Pulisic walking off the field instead of going and thanking the, uh, the the traveling Chelsea supporters after the game. Of course, Christian Pulisic is not just an ordinary player. He's not just any player out there for Chelsea. He's more of a symbol. He is the face of American soccer. And with that comes this enormous traveling circus that is the American soccer fan base. Remember, though soccer is not a super popular sport in America at this point, America still is one of the biggest countries in the world. We have, what, like six times the population of England or something like that. So even if, even if a small percentage of American fans are invested in Christian Pulisic, that still represents a large number of people. And that's a large number of people that those English fans are going to come to resent over time, especially considering this player was brought in for a large sum of money and hasn't really performed up to the standard that you'd expect from a number 10 from Chelsea. I think that's fair. I think that we can all agree to that. But then there's the other side of the coin that says that Christian hasn't had a lot of opportunity under Tuchel to show what he can do. And furthermore, the system that Thomas Tuchel's playing with the front three that's like 
a, a false nine with two other false nine inside forward type guys is not really Christian's best position. A, a player that likes to be out wide and have the ball at his feet and be able to take players on. Playing under Tuchel, he's always a little bit pressed for space. He's always a little bit not quite here, not quite there. It's always been a little bit of a struggle to get the most out of Christian Pulisic at that club, which leads to the frustration where a deal can't be reached for the player who wants out and a coach that isn't really looking to use him, it doesn't really fit in his system, for that player not to be given that opportunity to get out. And I think that's all led up to this moment where you have a very frustrated Christian Pulisic with the way that he's playing, with the amount of playing time that he's been given, with his options to get out of the club seemingly cut off uh, by the administration at the club, and being dejected by a fan base that is not quite amused with this underperforming American star that comes with this massive fan base that's constantly talking about that player specifically and how he should be a bigger part of their club. All of this came to a head whenever Christian Pulisic walked off the field, and I think we can all understand why all parties involved are a little bit frustrated uh, by all of this happening. So we've reached the present day, and I think the big question on everybody's minds is, what happens next? What is the next step in this saga? If we believe the Athletics reporting, and I see no reason why we shouldn't, it sounds like Chelsea have already closed the door on the transfer window, and that Pulisic's not going to be getting his way out. However, there are a few hours remaining in the transfer window and a deal can be struck, especially if Christian Pulisic is just no longer going to be a uh, contributing member of that club, at least emotionally. If he's if his heart is no longer in it and we're going to get that kind of display from the player every time he walks off the field, is it even worth Chelsea holding on to him? Has he burned that bridge with the fan base and is just going to be persona non grata for the next few months? At that point, does Chelsea kind of have to figure out a way to get this kid out of their out of their club and and on a loan somewhere else until things cool down? I think that's the big question mark moving forward. Now, I, I think you have to point out that within a Premier League season, within any sports season, honestly, uh, things change rapidly, and, and things change rapidly month to month. And, and by the time September rolls around, which is in a few days, in a few hours, actually, we might be looking back on this situation and kind of laughing at the odd start to the season for Chelsea, who have found their form and started rolling and, and hit a hot streak. Remember, this is a Chelsea club that not too long ago uh, won the uh, UEFA Champions League on a real hot streak uh, with this exact same coach and many of these same players. They have that kind of pedigree within them. And, and maybe Christian Pulisic gets his opportunity and becomes a part of that. And, and a month from now, we're all looking back on this uh, and wondering why we were so upset. Things can change that quickly uh, in the Premier League and in European soccer. However... I'll be honest, whenever I say I don't think that's what's going to happen, at least right now, it looks like the way that Pulisic walked off the field, the dejected look in his face, the the way that uh, he sort of carried himself, he does not look like a player who's very happy with his soccer right now, and he does not look like a player who's ready emotionally and mentally to give his best performance on the field, and I think that is just going to perpetuate him getting less and less opportunities, getting more and more frustrated, having more and more displays of 
his frustration and becoming more and more of a villain within the fan base for Chelsea, which is just not a good recipe for anyone who's a fan of Christian Pulisic and, of course, anyone who is a fan of the U.S. men's national team that, you know, the World Cup is coming up in, in a few months. And, and that is the really scary situation of it all. And I, I think that emotional side is a really important thing to discuss whenever it comes to soccer. I think a lot of times we fans view these players as, as just soccer robots that go out on the field and perform uh, with no thought to uh, kind of the human side. And, and this is a human story. This is a human interest piece. Uh, this is a, a guy that's carrying an enormous amount of weight on his shoulders, not just from the perspective of a young player who came to one of the biggest clubs in the world on big money and was given the number 10 jersey with a lot of big expectations, but also a player who's the face of American soccer, the face of the sport in his country and has the biggest tournament and most important tournament of his life coming up in just a few months and and just desires more than anything to perform in that tournament. There's a lot of pressure on this situation right now. And for a player to uh, not be feeling good about his situation, not be confident in his performances, it's just a a scary situation all around. And it's something really important to be considered. Players need to be happy with where they're playing. They need to feel loved. They need to feel confident. Um, they need to feel like they're they're wanted and valued and contributing. And I don't feel like Christian Pulisic feels that way right now, which is a really dangerous situation. Now, I will say that for months, I assumed by everything that we got from the reporting that uh, Christian was valued by the club, that a lot of the things we were hearing on the outside was just hearsay. It often is whenever it comes to transfer sagas. And that once the midweek fixtures roll around, we would see uh, a Christian Pulisic that's very involved and very much contributing within this Chelsea group. And maybe we'll still see that moving forward, but at the moment, it it seems highly unlikely, (laughs) at least after the display from the Southampton game. Now, there's this whole other storm brewing within the Chelsea universe about frustrations with Thomas Tuchel, about Chelsea's slow start to the season. They've had some rough results from teams that they were expected to roll over. Uh, They certainly don't look like a club that's vying for uh, top of the, the Premier League at the moment. And maybe even struggling for top four. They're not very high in, in the uh, Premier League table right now. And, you know, it's it's a little bit of a, a sour situation right there. So there's a lot of questions about uh, Thomas Tuchel's position in Chelsea, how long before he's asked to leave. And if a new coach comes in, will he bring in a new system, which will mean um, new opportunities for Christian Pulisic and just change everything right there. That's also floating out in, the, in this other section of the Chelsea world right now that I think is important to the story. But from an American's perspective, we're really just worried about Christian Pulisic right now in this moment. So what do you think happens next? Do you want to see Christian Pulisic get out of Chelsea? But what if he's not allowed to get out of Chelsea? What then? What What is the best case scenario? Do you think that Thomas Tuchel is on his way out? How do you feel about Christian being a lightning rod for the Chelsea fans uh, and really getting a lot of abuse from the fan base over there, maybe becoming a scapegoat for some of the struggles of this Chelsea attack? even though he hasn't really been involved in the Chelsea attack, at least to start the season. It is a juicy story. It's a really interesting story with probably our most interesting player in the U.S. men's national team world at the moment. So let me know what you think in the comment section. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you
If you want this video in podcast form, you can find it on the Yank Report podcast, anywhere podcasts are found. Si puede hablar español, dígame un comentario en español. If you enjoyed this video, I'd appreciate if you hit that subscribe button, hit the like button. We're going to have a lot of soccer content on the road to the World Cup and, and of course, a lot of coverage during the World Cup. If you really want to support the channel, you can become a member. Shout out to my tier two members, Manuel Oliveres, Mike Irish, Matt Doyle, Chris Matassa, Matthew Hanna, Michael Baker, and Dan McVeigh. Guys, thank you so much for watching. My name is Sam, and this is the Yank Report brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.